have you done a lot of UX lately? Wait, what? No, wait, that's not a good question, is it? No, it is not. <laughs> what? Um, how, how much time on UX do you spend in the project uh, that you're working on, on I, average? I never don't. I, I don't. Because I'm usually I'm uh, I'm asked to develop something after the whole process of UX, you know. Oh, so so you you're part of a different phase of the project. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times uh, when a client contacts me, mm-hmm. they already have done the whole research and design phase. So okay. it's just the matter of, hey, here you go, please finish this. Even when oh. you were in an a- agency. No, I'm, that was different. But um, the, when I worked at agencies, they were UX was kind of new, I guess. Okay. At least the way it is right now, uh, it's different than it was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier, uh, just all designers did some kind of UX, I guess, but not really, mm-hmm. you know, extensive, extensive, intensive. How do you call it? Yeah, it's, extensive. Uh, That's fine. It was pretty basic UX. Okay. So, but uh, recently the focus. Uh, yeah, it's getting more important, and that's that's nice. But um, so UX designers get hired nowadays, yeah. and uh, but I already quit working at agencies when that happened. I guess. I mean, okay. the last agency I worked at uh, hired UX designers, but I never, you know, I never spoke to them or mm-hmm. you know. So. Okay. Well, I don't have a lot of experience with UX people, but. Like you've taken classes, right? Uh, about web development, haven't you had some classes at school in college or something? Yeah, yeah I did. So, did they ex- actually spend time on explaining UX and what UX means and how you how you can uh, do research about UX and how to implement it in a project? Yeah, kind of. But um, that's the thing why I um, I, I'm not really sure if we need mm-hmm. you know dedicated UX designers. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of times I call it common sense, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, sometimes it is. I mean, a lot of interface stuff is pretty, you know, it it it, it should speak for itself that it doesn't mm-hmm. work, right? Well, but that's 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 the other thing because um, UX can be pretty, you know, um, detailed. I mean, yeah. if you're building something for, you know. Uh, uh, old people or whatever mm-hmm. you, you don't have experience with <laughs> you're not you're yeah not, uh, well that's the thing ux focuses on how to how your uh, group your target audience yeah how they would like to interact or how they prefer to interact with your product yeah. or service but it feels like i remember the first few times i uh, created a website or product mm. at school uh, they taught us that I shouldn't go for my my own sense of what's good and yeah. what's wrong. I should always research it, either by doing surveys or, you know, like just going out uh, of your way to know exactly what they want instead of just assuming that they want something uh, that you're creating. Because th- that's the easiest way. That's yeah. the common sense way. Mm. And maybe it works. It, it Usually it does if you have a good common sense. Yeah. But um, but also, I mean, how um, how much can you you know uh, live or place yourself in another perspective? Yeah. Right. How much can you empathize? Emphasize? Em- em- how much empathy? Yeah, empathy. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and yes. um, so that's what I what I learned, I guess. 
and but that's not always you cannot yeah, always yeah, put yeah. yourself in the same shoes as your it, i mean it's, it's a pretty simple basic way but it, it doesn't cover the whole you know no it doesn't <laughs> i mean you're still uh kind of uh filling out in the blanks yeah. yourself a lot of assumptions you yeah have. you're making a lot of assumptions while you're not even sure if that's mm-hmm. you know the real the case but um I don't know. That's I like the fact that right now we have UX designers or yeah. UX research. I mean, it's important. Uh, it's it part is. of the um, like the project um, process, I guess. Like, yeah. I I think so. This is the thing. Um, at school, we were always taught to not assume what your target audience wants mm-hmm. and just go and and research that part. So you actually know for sure that they want that. Yeah. Um, but back then, I was like um, almost, uh, let me think back. It's, it's, I think around like eight years ago, mm-hmm. eight to six years ago, uh, they were actually called interaction designers partly. I think that term interaction designer is somewhat gone nowadays. Um, I don't see you, it a lot. You still have interaction designers, but... A lot of times they are also UX designers. Yeah. So, so UX design kind is of, part of interaction design? Yeah, they're kind of uh, blended together, I guess. Yeah, but you don't have the term interaction designer itself anymore. Mm. Like on your on your on it, LinkedIn, you wouldn't put uh, IED. It's still there, but I think it's mainly for, you know, uh, apps, for example. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, designers who just develop Android or iOS apps or whatever. Okay. They, they're are still in, uh, interaction designers over there in that category. Hmm. But so, uh, for, the, for the web, it's kind of gone and it's, mm-hmm. it's just a designer or a yeah. web designer with UX Yeah, so combined. what is the difference then? If, if there was a difference back then mm-hmm. between UX and interaction designers, so what was it exactly? Like UX, I assume in my head at least, yeah. it's you actually try to create an image a persona of your target audience mm. and then uh, actually go in depth and researching maybe a b testing maybe just surveying with questionnaires and and stuff like that yeah. uh, what they ex- exactly want and then uh, presenting that in a very informative and valuable way for developers mm. and uh, other designers to actually make choices on how to develop something or design something in your product yeah and interaction designers actually go into the nitty gritty of does it make sense to do it this way? How can we uh, use JavaScript, CSS, HTML to create this? Like they're more of a, they, they actually flesh it out and ma- make it something functional. While you are UX designers, they create something presentable instead of functional. Is that, is there, is there a difference there? Or is that something I'm just assuming? <laughs> Um, yeah, I do think interaction designers yeah. uh, design more uh, f- for... Uh, like prototypes and actually yeah. in the end, the product, you can see some of their work. In yeah, they, they, they create more uh, to show to more a tangible, client. Tangible yeah. things. But I, I don't know, because I think um, interaction designers were, you know, they were also the main designers mainly. Yeah, I remember that. So they, they, I mean, they were, they, they were thinking about how the interaction would work and mm-hmm. should work, and you know what, what, 
or to be improved. And they also did the design of the whole website or app, web app. Yeah, they made they, they worked on the flow. Yeah, and they worked on literally. I remember how a button should act when yeah. you press it and what should what color it should get stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember like that. That was you would be called an interaction designer, mm-hmm. not a UX designer. Yeah, well. Right. Right now, that's also not uh, UX. Okay. So, what is a UX designer? Well, I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> weird because I think a UX designer is someone who works really closely together with a normal designer or a web designer. Okay. Uh, and does all the research mainly. Okay. So for the designer. Isn't it? So wait, why would he be called a UX designer then? Because he's still part of the design process, right? Again, mm. he works closely together with a regular designer. Or, okay. I mean, there are still a lot of UX designers who also just do the whole mm-hmm. web design part. So, so he gives the, so he researches some part yeah. uh, to find target audience and then see what they want. And then he actually, he or she imp- includes that conclusion into the design. Yeah. So th- they are part of the design team. Yeah. Because what happens also, what also happens a lot is that um, the design gets made mm-hmm. before the UX is, you know, fleshed out. Mm-hmm. So the designer starts designing and makes a few um, suggestions. Wait, the designer starts designing and the UX designer makes some suggestions what works better. Okay, yeah. Or they make multiple variations on certain components of the design. And they, you know, A-B test or, you know, try to find a, what do you call it, focus group or something. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, I, I think that's, uh, I mean, I haven't worked at an agency for a while, yeah. but uh, I think that's still how it works. Mm, interesting. So, I'm still not 100% sure, like, what things they do, but we did see something yesterday. Yeah, we went to uh, to a meetup yesterday about UX research. Yeah, we actually, it's a little, I guess, a little agency yeah. that does uh, UX. And it was interesting because they actually made a full agency out of something that a lot of company, companies actually consider not that important or like they, they just skip over it a lot we, of times. It's, right? it's getting more important, UX, right now. Okay. Um, it's been for a while. I mean, UX is, in my in my mind, UX is why you create an app in the first place it should be yeah but a lot of times i, f- I feel like um a startup thinks of um, an idea maybe something they personally want mm. uh, the ceo needs something yeah and they think hey maybe we should we should make an app out of this and then sell it yeah and that's not really based on any ux unless you would consider one person uh, <laughs> enough ux research yeah I mean, it's let's not talk about startups, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of startups, you know, they do the whole throw some spaghetti against the wall and and see what sticks, you know. Yeah, that's true. So it's not really it's not really user driven, mm-hmm. you know, decisions. It's just just trying stuff out. Yeah, that's something. I feel like a lot of times when we create things in, in web. Um, they they are not really user driven. Yeah, I mean they they always do that as a next step. So yeah. they create something and then they see hey does it actually work or not. It's, so it's, it's they use always, analytics and stuff too. Yeah, it's always a kind of afterthought, but it's also difficult because 
well, especially as a startup, yeah. we, you're trying to create a new product, maybe something that's really you know new and it's never been done before, yeah, something innovative, and you and, can't find any. Yeah, and how how do you know what your target audience is going to be? I mean, of course, you have like a direction, and you hope to attract a certain audience, yeah. but that's also it, it's very you know variable and flexible. I mean, if you're trying to get young people in between you know 20 and 30 years old or whatever mm-hmm. and you launch the app with that whole you know yeah. idea but eventually you get only 50 plus using it you know it's yeah it's kind of difficult to before even starting knowing what your audience is going to be or need to be you know yeah i don't know to me it always made sense uh to do like if you think of a product as a as a way to like a product itself mm-hmm. if you're if you're a company and you're starting to create apps you can see each app as being uh, a brand mm-hmm. or a, a little supermarket a shop yeah something local maybe so you you can actually survey the the people who might be interested in something like that mm-hmm. and i don't know i feel like it makes sense to see what people want and maybe what people need mm-hmm. that might be a bit harder but what people want is pretty easy you can just send out surveys and say hey do you guys need this yeah. uh, if it's above a certain percentage then you might want to actually invest in it you know you, you want to buy these kind of beans <laughs> if the town wants this kind of bean yeah so uh, if you like isn't that something you can apply to yeah i guess yeah. To app development before you start it mm-hmm. yeah but, but why don't like is there a reason that a lot of companies just invest so much money so much time in actually developing it yeah and then in hindsight figuring out if it actually is useful or needed or well, wanted th- th- that's one part where the presentation yesterday was going about right mm-hmm. uh, i think the title was uh, uh agile testing with users yeah and users and users yeah something like that but in the presentation they talked about no, I think it was even before the presentation. Mm-hmm. They were trying to start a discussion about if research, UX research, slows down the process of the development or the product. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of startups just want to quickly, you know, go on with their business and just, again, they just want to try it out. They, yeah. they don't care about research and whatever. Is that, I mean, the, is that the other meaning of agile? <laughs> just trying to... Just get as far as you can without looking back and then oh shit we we, we th- messed th- up or something. i don't think that's supposed to be agile i guess yeah. but i mean it's <laughs> it can work that way i mean it, it's I, th- I feel like it's part of the agile development process yeah if you don't include everything because you're always on a strict timeline mm-hmm. and you're not uh, looking forward too much i mean you, you have to ad- adapt right well that's the thing agile always adapts after yeah something happens like you you test after the phase like the sprint yeah you don't test before and and that's something that's changing right because Mm. so they they did a presentation and it was always about like the the present the the cases they presented were always about how to measure something that's changed or how to be sure that if you change this that it would be better yeah but i feel like that's a bit too late um, you might want to ask before you change something if 
people actually wanted or needed. And they, they did some of that. Yeah, I think that they talked about that. They did, but I feel like it was, um, I don't know, it was something that I didn't feel like was really represented in the way they, um, like, what what else do you do to fix your product, yeah. you know? If, if, if your product is not being uh, popular anymore and you want to change something and that's that's an idea that gets what do you call it that, that gets um, like uh, created in between the, the people of the company itself so the company itself is thinking hey maybe we should add a chat yeah to our website mm. that that spark is from inside the company yeah and not from the users um, I mean that depends right yeah I mean, there's also a small chance that a, a user contacts a company and tells them, that, yo, why mm-hmm. is this, you know, I think this would add something to the experience. Or, yeah. You know. So it's basically like bug fixes then? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out is, does UX, is, is that necessary to be in every sprint cycle? Uh-huh. Or is that only necessary at the beginning? of a product development process. I, I mean, I think I think it's too difficult to do UX before and then afterwards just, you know, let it be as it is mm-hmm. because that that's the agile part, right? You're not you're never really done with the product or done with trying you're always trying to improve something. Yeah. So and and in that case you need UX during the whole process to improve okay and it's the same with design and, and, and development I mean when you're agile it's it's always iterating and trying to improve certain parts of the website and UX is also an important part of that whole thing also when you do UX research beforehand there's a, of course always a chance that your research is wrong right yeah you might not have the right target audience or uh, the, you have you might have some assumptions already based in, in the way you're researching things. Yeah, and, and if you're researching just certain parts of a website, certain mm-hmm. components, but you, you haven't really researched how, uh, how it works in combination with other components. Yeah, it might be too complex of a project in the first place yeah, to, to research bit, fully. I mean, let's say you, you want to add a chat to a website, right? Mm-hmm. If you're only researching the chat itself, you might get positive feedback. And it's like, oh, well, it, yeah, this works, works fine, great, it's done. Yeah, yeah but w- after you integrate it in the website, you can still find out that it doesn't work mm-hmm. as, as something that's added to the existing app or website. Yeah. It's kind of like cooking, right? <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. always afterwards that you find out that it, doesn't, it works or it doesn't work. Yeah, but th- that's <laughs> the you, thing. You're kind of guessing if it will, you know, if a certain direction, I guess. I mean, you can... You can think about certain mm-hmm. flavors. Yeah, exactly. And when you're cooking, you think, well, maybe I think this works great with this ingredient yeah. that I already have you know, and cooking. Th- there's a, lo- a lot of uh, pre-existing like, charts and rules of what you can combine and what you shouldn't combine. Yeah, there's a lot of knowledge. Yeah, th- there's like safety uh, rules that are safely uh, you can adhere to yeah. that, that you know that, oh, if I would add, I don't know, lemon to mayonnaise, it will probably be good. Yeah. It doesn't matter... <laughs> how I'm going to use it. Yeah. But the combination is al- almost always a, a success. Um, yeah, but again, then then it's still difficult that if you have uh, something completely new 
Yeah, exactly. So, again, with a startup or something. I mean, if you just if you just pick the mayo mayonnaise, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you test it, it's fine. Yeah. But as soon as you add stuff to it, you find out that it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So, oh. in that case, you can adjust the mayonnaise or adjust the, the things you want to add to it, right? Yeah, I almost want to say like. Maybe at restaurants, they should almost always A-B test. <laughs> they should A-B test the mayonnaise, yeah. But like A-B testing, is that a, is that a really good way to uh, check beforehand? I don't know. Uh, it's hard, uh, it's right? Just, I think also UX research is it's it's so difficult. It's too comprehensive to... But it, there are so yeah. many variables. I mean, even if you have the perfect you know, mm-hmm. focus group or whatever, yeah. there's still a really high chance that someone is just fucking up or you know something is wrong yeah. it, it's, it can still go all over the place yeah that's true but uh yeah i don't know the, yeah the, the meetup was great though yeah the I meetup mean, was uh was great um we, we were i like the the introductory exercise we we did with the people like um the other people who, who uh, I, think, visit- I think there were 20 or 20 people 25 maybe I think officially it was almost 40. No, 30 it was. Yeah? Yeah, okay. but, but uh, uh, well, they didn't show up, of yeah. course, because that's how meetups work. Shame on you people. You know yeah. who you are. They ordered pizza, guys. Yeah, actually, they kind of ordered just enough, right? Because yeah. that's actually amazing. They, they know that a certain percentage probably doesn't show up. They only had like two slices left. Yeah, so it was perfectly, yeah. But again, I think when they've been doing these meetups for a while now, they can actually guess. So, yeah, I think what the cutoff is: how many people wouldn't show up. I don't know where I I read something about it, but I think there's like a thirty or forty percent no show, no show. Jeez, uh, at meetups, so you can just adjust to that percentage. It's pretty high, by the way. But yeah, that's really high. It's kind of weird that you would because we went. Um, you, you can actually RSVP through meetup.com. Yeah. And not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, and and you, you can actually, like, you can tell beforehand, maybe a few hours before. Mm. I mean, after, if you say it like uh, 15 minutes before that you're not coming, it yeah. might be considered rude. It is rude. But if you're in tr- stuck in traffic or something, or I don't know, yeah. you're, you're, you're. Yeah, there was a person died. stuck in traffic, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they actually messaged message people uh, on on the page that did, they would be delayed did they show up afterwards i don't i don't know actually i don't think i saw somebody walk in during the meetup yeah but also but, but it started pretty late yeah it started pretty late so they might have you know joined during the uh, the, the the pre-meetup uh how how would you even call that pre-meetup the, meetup <laughs> the pre-meetup um so but okay I'm, but I'm well, just... one thing i didn't like though mm. Like the meetup was great. I liked the atmosphere. The people were nice. I didn't like the presentation itself that much, and might be personal. Yeah. But is it me or <laughs> I think we touched on this uh, one time? Like today, we talked about the, the um, that Dutch companies and agencies have a very similar look, and I feel like the 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 presentations themselves. Yeah, they also they, they use the same style uh, as for the website or for the font and for the company. And yeah, it's kind of interesting that they all kind of blend together with the colors and the font and and using emojis in in you know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Like 
too know. many emojis, guys. Um, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, I get it. It's kind of cute and funny. It's just you know casual, I guess. But even on their company website, they use a lot of emojis. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just kind of interesting that it's kind of been a, a trend for a while now. To uh, to me, it's to me it, it it means if you're using emojis in content or in body text, mm-hmm. it's fine. Not too many, obviously. Yeah. But it's fine. But if you're using it in a title as a way to, I don't know, express an emotion, mm. then you might want to consider actually designing that emotion in your web uh, web design. Um, like, I mean, for, I, hmm. they're trying to it's be nice. Interesting, you know? because I, I think it's, for me, it's the other way around. Is it? Yeah, because I think, I think emojis can add a certain, you know, emotion mm-hmm. or certain feeling they want to yeah. you know to, to to give you yeah but I, I hate it when they just add emojis because they can you know if if, if there's like a, a heading and there's you know the the, the clap uh, hands clapping emoji yeah. like that, that doesn't <laughs> add anything it's just you mean the, the emoji emoji itself doesn't have a very direct meaning yeah but so there's no reason to add that to okay but what about like a waving hand next to a high in a title? That that I mean that doesn't do anything, doesn't it? No. But I mean, if you have like something about uh, I, I don't know uh, anger or whatever, and okay. you add an angry emoji, like uh, I, th- I think that adds, that donate add- to us or we we will we will not continue this project. <laughs> For <example>. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe an but, emoji next to a donation slider or a donation indicator. Like if you are below a threshold, it's angry. And it's above the threshold, it's happy. Yeah, it, it does a kiss uh, emoji. Okay. <laughs> no, but I think I think that that can add a certain, you know, emotional value to it. I don't oh, know. I think we we, we we as humans are pretty <laughs> we're pretty simple because we like to copy other people's emoji em, emojis <laughs> emojis. Wow, that's a new word. No, but we like to copy each other's emotions. Yeah. So when we're talking to each other and someone is angry or sad or whatever, the other person, n- without knowing, yeah. kind of copies that behavior, yeah, subconsciously right? Subconsciously, you, 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 you mimic try- the, the same emotion. Yeah, because you try to, to blend in, right? I guess that's one way. To, I think it usually, you're not trying to blend in, but trying to uh, be a social animal. So you're trying to be comforting your surrounding. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the case, though. No, no. Uh, it's been, Is it it's been, it's been too long because I've I've read some books about yeah. uh, the psychology behind that kind of social, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's real people mainly do that to don't stick out too much. Okay, so it's not about pleasing others in your. I mean, for some people, for some people it is, but for a lot of other people. Without, it's just a defense mechanism to yeah, not it's just stick out. To, yeah. To, yeah, it's just to be safe. Ah, okay. Yeah, but, um, I've heard of that too, actually. So, but again, then if you're using emojis to, you know, get a certain reaction out of yeah. people, I think that's fine. I think that's even, that's, that's nice to, you know. But can I say it? Emojis are cheap. They are, yeah. You don't need to do a lot to make them work, mm-hmm. which is fine. But it does tell me, if you're using them on a on an agency website, that you have a lack of either like uh, resources mm. lack of skill yeah lack of time mm. something is lacking that you're 
using emojis because emojis aren't something that look exactly the same on every uh, device yeah. that you should not forget on a on a Windows computer it looks completely different and I know like not completely different it's still the same uh, concept but yeah but they are different they have a different um, impact yeah too like um, but I mean if you just get a SVG or something from from a yeah then it's fine you, you get the same reaction you want from all yeah exactly platforms. why don't you spend like 15 minutes find a good <laughs> emoticon pack yeah that you can use on a website and it, it will always look the same on every device yeah and it's not gimmicky because mm. then it's part of your um uh, agency look yeah. agency vibe compared to emojis which you can recognize as being emojis because they look they have a certain <laughs> they have a certain way they have a certain look yeah. you can tell it's an apple emoji and yeah, that's true. and i i don't like that aesthetic because it it makes everything the same a lot of companies are using it mm. and to me it's like hey i'm in a chat message i'm not on a website that, yeah. that where i'm trying to do business and i know you don't have to be super serious all the time and and you can be personal and you have a but, friendly look, but come on. But that's the thing. It, it, it's trying too hard to be casual, right? I almost feel like a lot of people, it's either they don't know that it looks too silly yeah, or they think it's actually a but, hip way to tell people that, look, we're, we're very personal. We're, we're having a conversation here. We're not doing business. Yeah, but we're just humans. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it just it's gimmicky. Mm. And why I brought this up is in the presentation itself, mm. <laughs> there were emojis too. Yeah. And th- that's that's fine actually. I think emojis in presentations, as long as you don't overuse them, yeah. which is a fine, very fine line. Mm. <laughs> um, one trend that I really dislike nowadays is uh, using gifs or gifs, whichever oh, you prefer. Jesus, I yeah. Uh, the the gifts and presentations i don't know where it started i'm presuming like a ted talk or something yeah <laughs> like something us based where they use giphy or th- those uh gif uh because again yeah I, th- I think the reason they do that is to portray in, human emotion yeah to get a certain reaction from people yeah. i mean it's it's like a cheap way to make people laugh at your presentation right just add a fucking yeah. gif of a, a, I don't know, a, a cat playing a fucking piano or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people will laugh and the other people will also laugh because they try to duplicate or, you know, copy other emotions. So it's yeah. it's an easy way to bring joy to something that can be pretty boring. I mean, a lot of presentations are boring and they try to, you know... I don't know. But I do agree. I, I, I hate people using gifs in presentations so you're saying gifs 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 I don't, I don't, which I don't, one is it? <laughs> i don't gif shit shit <laughs> um okay so uh, to me again i think it's just a cheap way literally go to giphy.com yeah type in person or like um uh, how do you call this uh um dumbfounded Okay, literally type in dump, found it. You'll find a girl probably looking around herself like, what, what's going on? Yeah. And we saw that gif of a little girl. Uh, is and it from... And that's also the thing. With a lot of presentations where they use gifs, mm-hmm. they use the same ones. 
Yeah, because they're at the top uh, of a search engine. Yeah, but geez, I've seen the GIF like a million times. <laughs> well, that, that's what you get. People reuse it, so it gets at the top. And it might portray exactly what you mean. Yeah. That, like it fits really well and it, it cannot be multi-interpretable. -inter yeah. It, it's so short that it's mainly just one emotion you're getting out yeah. of it, right? But it that's also the thing it's so short that it's so jarring yeah <laughs> sometimes the like you see a, a person on the on a gif that's doing it it's expressing itself mm. the human is expressing itself yeah but <laughs> the the moment it cuts off it's so jarring that the next frame is like the person's in a completely different position and sometimes they keep that slide on for like five minutes yeah and, and people keeps... just get hypnotized yeah i, I looked around <laughs> And the people in the audience, and they were just like, "What's? Why are we still looking at this? Yeah, like don't use it, gifs like that, please." It's really distracting. Yeah, yeah. You start not even paying attention to what they're saying, the the presenters. Yeah, I mean that the, the I mean in that case, the, the gif is not even the problem. It's just yeah, something moving in the background while you're giving a presentation is probably a bad idea, right? Yeah. Unless it's like a demo and you're trying to focus on an animation in that yeah. demo. <laughs> yeah, of course that works. Or if you're, you know, having a little movie and you see a cursor yeah. moving around and pointing to stuff, you know, that's fine because you're all focusing on the pointer yeah. while someone's talking to you. Mm -hmm. But if there's a whole GIF with, you know, a little girl and there's a background and yeah. she's moving her hands and, you know, it's there's like a million things to observe while you're, mm -hmm. <laughs> while yeah. you're talking, right? Yeah, your brain just will try to soak it all up, and yep. eventually you you start losing yourself into the gift. <laughs> yeah. like, that's exactly what happened to me. Like after twenty times of repeating that gift, yeah, it, like it, I still see it in my brain. Mm, it's I, I can still see the exactly the same movement that girl was making. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I can, I can in my, in my brain, I can see their ponytails. Yeah, swap, yeah, you know, it's 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 that's just stupid. I don't want that. No, I want to. To fill my brain with the information that I came for, not the the, the gifts. I mean, if I want gifts, I just I can look it up if I want. I'm I'm not yeah. going to a meetup to. <laughs> to but look don't look up gifts of small girls, please. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's only allowed in a large audience. But is that your only gripe with meetups? Not not with meetups. Uh, I'm not gonna go in there. I'm I'm very ranty. As you may already know, yeah, from last time, you're yeah. still ranty. Jesus, I am. I, I'll keep ranting uh, till I die. This, this guy, normally, that might actually be the reason I die. But. Oh yeah, well, and normally I'm the ranty guy, but but aren't you gonna rant about something? Because today you already brought something up. What? No, you didn't. What? I think you find people, either developers, lazy. Or you find the managers of developers lazy. Okay, so laziness is a kind of a weird word, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, laziness can be. Um, can, when someone tells me I'm lazy, mm -hmm. for me it feels like that's energy based, right? Like okay. I'm lazy because I'm not putting time and energy into something, or okay. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, low energy. You also have some kind of low effort. You also have some kind of laziness where your brain just doesn't. I don't know. It's not motivated. No, it's not motivation. It's like it just doesn't appear in your brain, right? Hmm. So it's it's. 
Isn't that just that you're out of ideas? <laughs> it's just distraction slash hmm. distraction. Just you know, forgetting certain things that are important. So w- w- what I'm talking about is um, let, let's call it lazy, lazy development or lazy developers. And what I mean is laziness while optimizing the website, right? Okay. So you, does that even happen optimizing websites? Because <laughs> yeah, but th- that's the thing; it doesn't really, it doesn't really happen. Okay. A lot. I yeah. mean, I think uh, companies that have uh, one web app, they are developing for a product, a product, okay. yeah, or, or a service. I mean, they yeah. they they try to optimize the shit out of it. I think that's that's yeah. <laughs> seriously just. I don't know, 80% of the company is just trying to optimize and trying to improve their product. So um, that makes sense. They have time and they have energy and they have resources and they, you know, that's that's their whole, that's their whole jig. I mean, they have one product to work on yeah. and um, part of that. So it's almost like the UX uh, meetup we had. Yeah. Uh, optimization is also part of the process guys <laughs> don't forget that when you are creating something on the computer mm. that a computer needs like if you're creating a product you're probably developing it mm. development means you're writing code that is readable for a computer computer needs cpu cycles okay i'm getting very technical here yeah oh, you but, but like bear with me so your computer uses cpu cycles which uses energy mm. and time to um, either draw something, calculate something. In, in other words, it just you're, you're using uh, your computer's performance yeah. to create what you want. Um, and as part of every everything you're creating, it should be functional. Functional not only for the user, but your, your hardware is also a part of what you're working with. And... and and that has limitations your yeah, hardware exactly so you might want to consider uh, hey if i'm if i'm loading up an array with i don't know 200,000 <laughs> keys yeah and each key has 1 megabyte of data mm. a string of i don't know so many characters it might not be a good idea for some people maybe on your 32 gigabyte macbook pro yeah. it's fine but on on a phone it will probably not work but th- that's computed like that's coding mm-hmm. but there's also other parts of optimization i think that's what you're talking about or is it is it is it just coding optimization um it is coding but it's um yeah it's, it's mainly the way things get optimized or don't get optimized i guess mm-hmm. the problem is a lot of companies or well at least agencies i've worked at they yeah. they expect you to develop first and then afterwards, think mm-hmm. about optimizing. Okay. And a lot of times afterwards, you, I mean, you're done and you think, well, okay, now I can finally optimize. Let's let's go, boys. Okay. And then yeah. there's no time or there's no money to optimize so it, a it's, lot. So it's not been planned. Yeah. And in, in th- that's strange to me. It is. But um, I mean, they try to, you know, again, it's it's same with startups. They try to do it as quickly as possible because that earns the most money, right? Okay, yeah, that makes so, sense. But that's from, the thing from that perspective. You just as a developer, you need to keep in mind that you should optimize while you're building, and that's kind of shitty because 
you're building something, you're not done yet, so you're going to change a lot of stuff. It takes a lot of effort, and it's. it might even be more... Um, you might throw away a lot of code. Yeah, and you might actually make uh, some choices that later on you, you would not want to have made. Yeah, and, and then you've you've... You've done all that optimizing and all that, you know, adjustments, and then yeah. you find out that it didn't make any sense or that just you won't even use it. Yeah, it's, it might not be useful because that part of the code is not going to be used. And then you have to test again and, and, and optimize <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. But is that a good way to optimize your product? Just uh, along the way, fix the parts where you know that, hey, this might be an issue later on. Mm. Maybe I should... Spend some more time on this and and do it beforehand. Do do it well. Yeah, I think it's okay. It's, I mean, it's, that's one way to convince your managers, yeah. or at least maybe hide to your managers that you're uh, that you need to optimize, mm. or that like your managers want it to be done as soon as possible. Yeah. So if you're going to talk about optimization, they'll be like, "Hmm, can we do that at the last moment? <laughs> because then we can test the whole product." And yeah. you would say yes, and then there would there wouldn't be any time. But, but if you would convince them that something you're building, a feature you're building, is mm. going to take more time, mm-hmm. you might be able to optimize it during. It it might be mm, it's, wasteful. It's just really difficult to convince the project manager or your, you know, mm-hmm. uh, your, your boss or whatever to optimize while you're developing. But is that like, <laughs> I know this sounds shitty, but maybe you can even leave that out and say oh implementing this feature will take four hours well oh, you yeah. know it's actually three a lot of uh, developers do that but okay. uh, they are more experienced so they know beforehand yeah. that it, something is going to take more time and i mean they, they'll calculate that some building something takes you know mm-hmm. less time than they told but they can uh, optimize in the time they have left so, so if i'm but, hearing this right yeah the developers themselves aren't lazy like no, the, what I'm talking about is yeah. that a lot of developers still don't optimize. So, okay. But they know they should. Oh, and really? They know afterwards, after they're done, yeah. and they want to. They, I mean, they they notice that something is not optimized, <laughs> yeah. right? Even if they know it, because that's also a thing that happens a lot. A lot of developers don't even care about optimizing. They just build it, and they think, well, I mean, I, I mean, did my on their, best on their system, on their device. It might actually not need optimization because they don't hit any bottleneck. Yeah, I mean, it's but not we, it's I'm not that hard yeah. to optimize, right? I mean, it just, depends. But, but okay, let's let's, let's just, can you give an example? Optimize in size, for example. Size of what? The files. So assets now, not code. Assets and code. And I mean, code. minifying okay. and stuff like that. I oh, mean, that's, that's okay. That, that's, I would still consider that asset optimization. And okay. Not, because just just to be clear, there's also code optimizations where you use like. To me, as a backend developer slash mm. stuff like that, yeah. um, to me, it, if you say optimize, it means using less CPU uh, cycles, using less RAM, mm. while optimizing assets means using less, um, I don't know, <laughs> less bandwidth while downloading the assets mm. and using less RAM to keep the assets in your RAM. Yeah, <laughs> And I think that's that's something that's a pretty big difference. Because optimizing code, as in uh, making it run smoother, more efficient, mm. that that does actually take a lot of time sometimes. Yeah. Well, as uh, like optimizing your assets after you compile your code, you zip it or something, mm. or you you minify it, 
that is just one step in your build process yeah but that's the thing yeah that doesn't happen a lot really yeah and why <laughs> that's such a simple optimization you can do right i think it is i, no, I personally it, just add it in my build process usually yeah and i also do that i mean um let's just say i'm building something static right i use yeah. gulp and while building i just run everything to a minifier or you know optimizer mm -hmm. so all the images for example also get compressed and whatever but there are still a lot of developers i think that don't even you know they don't notice or they don't care or they add a huge image and they're like well i'll, I'll you know i'll fix that later i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll compress yeah. it later but that doesn't happen that that last step so okay. you get you get stuck with something that's really not optimized yeah hmm I haven't, I don't know if I've personally done something like that. I would feel dirty. <laughs> like yeah, I, but, I would feel unclean mm. if I would publish something but that's unoptimized. I, I've had that though. I mean, you haven't done that yourself, I hope. I, I, I've, I mean, a long time ago, but okay. um, I mean, when you're junior or young, you know, you, you're expected to estimate how long something's gonna oh, take okay, and it's yeah. still you know it's difficult to estimate but, well, but did you feel good after <laughs> no because i didn't optimize yeah exactly so and then i was you like felt guilty almost i had to ask to optimize so like yeah i built this i mean how are you even gonna you have to explain mm -hmm. to someone that you didn't do your job properly <laughs> right well, so it's like i didn't i didn't really optimize that well so I need to, you know, rewrite some things and maybe, you know, it, test but more. But it's not your fault. As a developer, you're not to blame if you don't have enough time yes. to optimize. Well, that depends, right? I mean, I think you as a developer should stand up for yourself and make clear that optimization is really important and that you... Part of your job? What? Part of the job? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think almost... But that, that's what it, sorry. That's what I meant with laziness. Okay. It's like forgetting that it is your job and that it's part of your the whole process, right? Yeah. It's it's the same with UX in this case, I guess. Hmm. Because yeah, I think exactly. that's, that's kind yeah. of interesting. I, because I think that front-end developments should also be really close with UX because you're literally integrating the UX. So you you should also be aware of how ux works mm -hmm. yeah um it's just i still don't feel like the developer itself himself or herself is is, is to blame for this i feel like the um, the managers or someone who who's planning maybe the lead developer mm. somebody if you have a lead developer yeah. yeah exactly like if you if you are a junior mm. you're not to blame you yeah. don't have enough ex expertise or experience to either convince yourself mm. or tell others that you need to do this. Yeah. I feel it's still like the, the blame is to someone who assumes that your job is just these steps and not optimizing. Mm. And you're getting paid for what you get hired for. And if you get hired for not optimizing, then you don't have to optimize. Yeah, but again, right? if a client is not aware of optimization, you need to okay. you need to sell that. you need to educate them yeah exactly and that's that's something a developer has like that's well, their that's that part of their job too to educate 
yeah, other people? sometimes, yeah, sure. Okay. Because um, I don't know. I think uh, a lot of companies are not even they're not aware. Not I mean, okay. Let's just say that um, uh, someone in sales, you know, they yeah. might not even be aware that optimization is really important for this client. Okay. I mean, if you if you do UX research, I guess, yeah, you'll find out that um, the, the the website you're trying to build is mostly used by people with older devices. Yeah, maybe the load times are important to them. Yeah, or if you know, if maybe it's something that's built specifically for people who live in the countryside, so yeah. you have slower <laughs> connection, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but some clients are not aware, and some salespeople are not aware. And uh, sometimes there's no UX research before. Hmm. So you as a developer or as a designer should also kind of, you know, keep that in mind. Just think a little bit outside of your own specific... Bubble. What? Your own bubble. Yeah. And, and also your own function, your 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 job title, right? It sounds like you're asking too much. You are. But <laughs> come on. Somebody just, has to do it, right? Yeah. That's the thing. You, you can just wait and, and just not think about it. And sure, that's easier. And that's... But it's kind of... For me, that feels that feels lazy. So, uh, I, I I read something about um, uh, did I read something? I don't know. But it was about um, uh, on the street. If someone is, for example, getting mugged, mugged or something, mugged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, someone is uh, what is called being robbed. Or uh, yeah. Anyway, um, a lot of people don't initiate the. You know, they, they don't approach, they don't do anything about it because they mm-hmm. think that someone else also heard it. Yeah. And they probably take care of you, it. You, they're not responsible. They don't feel responsible. Yeah. They, they, they are like, well, I mean, I heard someone is getting probably stabbed right now, but <laughs> it's, I mean, someone else probably also heard that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll just, you know, go on with my day. Okay. And that's not really, that's not something that's, you know, that's um, not a conscious decision. Yeah, it's not a conscious decision, but it just it just happens. Okay. And so in, in that case, you need someone who thinks outside of their own, you know, consciousness, I guess. Okay. And be a little bit more aware of mm-hmm. what is supposed to, you know. I mean, I mean if at that moment, your consciousness says, eh, someone else probably think heard it and is, you know, calling the police or whatever. Okay. At that yeah. moment, you want to think again and or you know and then think like wait maybe what if some no one is what if i'm the one yeah what, what if i'm call? the one who's supposed to yeah. call the police or what what if everyone is just thinking eh, someone else will probably do it right sure i mean and i think that's the same with with in this kind of you know development a lot of developers are just like oh well, i don't know it's, someone else will probably do it some, someone yeah. else will think about it or you're already developing and you're like, well, I mean, the, the salesperson probably already thought about it. So, and no one told me that it's important to optimize. So mm. uh, it's fine. I'll, I'll do, I, I won't do it. You yeah. Know, I, I want to spend more time on animations and nice transitions and fuck the whole asset size. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. It's just be a little bit more aware of what you're doing. Yeah. I think you, you it's almost, I almost want to say maybe we should have a like um what's it called like when medical practitioners they have like a ethical code yeah 
they have to abide yeah maybe we as coders we have we have this we almost are responsible for a lot of things that we are yeah that like the world runs on computers nowadays mm. and we as developers we have the responsibility to make it ethical yeah and ethical uh, computer ethics is a very complex topic but mm. uh, one thing that's pretty objectively bad is making people wait or wasting their time yeah <laughs> um, especially if you know that yeah people if they open your website and it takes more than i don't know two or three seconds yeah they 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 already click on the back button or close yeah, the window because they don't clients. care but not only that i feel like a lot of companies a lot of people would consider development time mm. to be more valuable than the time the consumer wastes on loading your assets so like a, a manager wouldn't ask of you to optimize the website but by doing that they will they will have to ask consumers to accept waiting a few more seconds for it to load mm -hmm. and um, wasting more energy because your your device as you may know <laughs> cpu cycles run on energy yeah but that's the thing they they don't care <laughs> right I, I don't know i feel like because they have a goal to reach mm. they will just focus on one thing and that is uh just just making it as efficient as possible your your development process yeah. so no ux research no no um, post uh, development uh, optimization mm. and just sh ship it as it is yeah and if it works if there's a need mm. then c consumers will pay for it in whatever way they can yeah um, if it's time, they'll wait a few more seconds. Mm. It's like a necessity of your product. Uh, it becomes like if you open Facebook right now, <laughs> it takes like up to 10 seconds to fully load. Yeah. It's, I checked like before the, just before this, and it's like 8.4 megabytes for just the with, initial with, page with load. advertisements though. Yeah. I, I removed, I disabled my ad blocker and it was like almost 10 megabytes. Yeah. That's insane. That's that's way too much. Mm. On my phone, it will probably be a bit less because they will have some checks there. But yeah. it's still too long, and it takes too much time. But yeah. uh, like, okay, I, I'm a developer. Mm. I'm aware of this. Yeah. Um, take an average consumer, a Facebook consumer, and that's how many billion people is that? Yeah. They all will use that bandwidth. Mm -hmm. They all will wait that long yeah. to load the page. They all like, use the battery life or their you yeah. know electricity, and they're all exactly. Yeah, it's, isn't that insane? Like two, maybe two billion people use Facebook, and and the only reason that energy and time is wasted is because you, as a developer, didn't <laughs> didn't just take a few minutes or you know well, even I, an hour. I don't care. It, that's the it, thing. I think like I, I want to almost say it's not true that developers don't want to do this. They are aware again that depends on right. the developer i guess i mean, I mean facebook but, developers are not yeah, but junior the, developers yeah and that's different because uh, facebook you know facebook is con constantly optimizing i assume that they yeah. do because they you know they even i think they still have like a, a really shitty mobile version of their websites just so i don't even know anymore <laughs> i mean they, they had for a while a yeah. really terrible mobile website for people with really terrible connections so i think they're kind of you know, before you load, okay, yeah. they, they kind of test what kind of connection you have and how fast it is. And depending on that, they adjust yeah. the size. That's, that's, I mean, yeah. So, so a company like Facebook has those, you know, 
abilities and those, yeah, those resources they definitely have a lot of resources yeah and and but uh you know but they, they, i don't feel like they are they, they consider themselves responsible to optimize their website yeah i feel like the company itself is like hey um how do we still maintain our our business mm. how do we still get enough money yeah. not by optimizing that's something we might do if if people are complaining but as long as there's enough energy as, as long as people are okay with waiting 10 seconds yeah we don't have to optimize i think it's like a they must definitely have this threshold mm. where they know that oh if it's longer than 10 seconds of waiting mm. then our consumers will probably be annoyed they yeah. must test that yeah i mean a company that big has enough resources to test that and have that in exact numbers yeah and to me it sounds very very nasty to actually be on the on the like the top edge of that line mm. to because to me 10 seconds is way too long yeah for a lot of people i think they will still say yeah facebook is in the fastest but hey i'll use it because everybody uses it yeah and it, it's it's like <laughs> stockholm syndrome mm. you don't want to use it because you know it's not good yeah but you're still using it because you're you're used to it yeah, but you're also you are in the ecosystem right yeah so exactly. just you don't have a I choice i still use facebook to log in sometimes and on different pages yeah I mean, like with oauth and stuff like that mm. and uh, i don't know it, that's always how they get you right yeah it, it gets integrated into your life in a way that you can't live without yeah that's uh yeah but yeah i, I don't know I, I still feel like we should be less as developers you know we should mm. probably educate people more yeah but also be a bit less arrogant about our own time maybe we should be like hey um if i'm building this maybe i should spend some time optimizing it yeah <laughs> and if if you have that while in the development cycle not, yeah not afterwards yeah i think if you educate your higher ups yeah then you will definitely get enough time i mean that, uh, if you're if you're doing it correctly you can yeah. even you can even earn more money if your company earns more money. Yeah, your company yeah. can earn more money. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you, you know, if your salesperson or marketing whatever understands that the optimization is an even you know a really important part of the whole process. I mean, you you can even sell that besides just your you know regular hey we make websites whatever. Yeah, you, you can also sell the optimization. Points, yeah, yeah, and that's. Because that's that's the most one of the most important parts of the whole <laughs> web experience. It's not just I only think so too, yeah. it's not just only giving content users need your visitors. It's also the way you you get it. Yeah, the, as fast as possible. Yeah, that's part of consuming the content. Pe people are impatient, right? <laughs> yeah, it just to me it it still is something that, like as a small company, mm. you might be able to optimize a lot. You might also not ha have enough resources to optimize a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like there's two sides. Um, if you have one product, you might be able to optimize it a lot. But Facebook, I'm I'm going back to the same thing as Facebook has enough resources. Yeah. And they probably know how long it takes and how big the site is. Well, so they made a conscious decision. Yeah. To not optimize. And, and that's, that's also kind of interesting because with I know with the iOS app. Facebook, yeah. it's a, a while back, but um, they had their own loader or spinner. Oh, the animation while yeah, it's loading. Yeah, the animation yeah. while it's loading. 
uh, at first they had their own custom animation on iOS. So when you opened the Facebook app, Why? It, it showed the custom, you know, okay. loading. Yeah, sure. People were complaining that the app was too slow and they blamed Facebook for their, you know, the speed of the app. Sure, yeah. They changed the icon to the default iOS loader. Yeah. People weren't complaining about Facebook, but they complained about their phone. Okay. So while the problem was Facebook in this case, Facebook was being slow or the app was slow from Facebook. Yeah. But by changing the, uh, how it looked, the loader, they were complaining That's about crazy. their phone. So uh, they were like, oh, geez, my, my phone is really <laughs> slow. That's kind of crazy because... So they kind of shifted the blame. Yeah. That, that's very unethical IMO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, interesting because... But, yeah, that, that's really cool. Uh, that, you can, yeah, there's a lot of small little details you can do. You, yeah. you, you can adjust and you'll have so much impact, mm. especially uh, as a big company like Facebook. You, you'll... With that tiny change... Yeah, I mean... They, they made Apple look worse and they i mean they they had to test that right i mean what, what do you mean a b tested <laughs> maybe yeah uh, yeah yeah sure. like i mean they had their logo first right on the on the animation when yeah people it was like uh, it was like the, the blue yeah, and screen like, with the logo and below lines. the logo was the the spinner was there a spinner because on yeah. android uh, i remember i don't know if it still is like that there were lines that like go up yeah that, go, that, get bigger and that, that's the new one that's a new one. Yeah. Okay. Earlier, it was like a, a circular spinner. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it looked different than the default yeah. iOS one. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Facebook. Yeah. I, I was I was considering leaving it a while, uh, a while back, but I don't know. I still haven't. <laughs> I, I really want to leave it, but it's just I'm, I'm stuck in Facebook. I mean, yeah. I've tried to... Um, to move certain logins and stuff from Facebook. But I mean, I've used so many web apps with Facebook that I'm kind of... Yeah, it, it's, it's convenient. Yeah, it's just so much work to all transfer it to. Yeah. It, it, I mean, again, that's how they get you, right? <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah, I assume so. I mean, did they really think this through when they were doing... Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they yeah, thought, I'm, hey, I'm, if we can get them hooked on yeah. authenticating with Facebook, in a few years, they won't leave, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going right now, but yeah. I mean, Facebook also had the um, uh, free internet, right? They were working on... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was but, that going to be worldwide? One, yeah, and one of the ways to do that is you had... I think you had to install the Facebook app or something to get the internet access. I mean, sure. Yeah, but... For a lot of people, that's that's worth it. That's, yeah, but again, that's... <laughs> just, yeah. Hey... I want my internet, please. Oh, wait, I need the Facebook app to get internet right now. I mean, it's it's free, right? That That's how, <laughs> they, I mean, that's that's insane that they, they kind of, you know, they, they get you that way. Yeah, because internet is not, you don't need an app to have internet. Yeah. And people who will, like a lot of less, less uh, experienced people will assume that Facebook is internet. Yeah. I remember when, oh, like Jesus, a few yeah. years ago, I talked to some people and they were like, "Yeah, I'm go I'm opening internet now." And I was like, "No, you're opening a browser." They said, "Yeah, the, the E on my browser on my desktop, the, the the blue E." I was like, "That that's a that's Internet Explorer." They're like, "What? That's internet." I was like, "Okay, never mind." <laughs> so 
people synonymized look associated that logo of internet explorer so strongly with internet that they didn't even know what was going on yeah and i'm pretty sure that a lot of people that's why internet explorer has such a long life yeah because a lot of people are used to that blue e exactly and and i mean if you just install something else and replace the icon, they, they won't even notice. And a, a lot of people do that yeah. to their parents or, you know, <laughs> grandparents or whatever. They, they make the icon blue. Yeah, they, they, they install Chrome and they change the icon to the Explorer one and they say, wow. oh, it's fine. They, they, they never find out. Yeah. I mean, hey, it looks uh, it looks a bit different, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It still works. It's, it's internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of crazy. But, um, well, I think... I'm going to go to Google Chrome now. The internet, you mean? Oh, yeah. I'm going on the internet, boys. The internet. What a lovely ride. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, um, short recap. The the meetup was uh, kind of nice. Um, the company's called uh, Angie. Angie or Angie? Angie. Which one is it? A M G G I. I don't know what it means, by the way, but uh, yeah, me neither, actually. Angie, Angie Studio, I think. Yeah, Angie Studio. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. No, but I don't know. I just want to tell the world about their their meetup. Yeah, they have a good concept. Yeah, and I'm I would gladly go back to their upcoming meetup. It's also, okay. It's it's a subject for next time. But yeah. um, I've also been wanting to talk about um, developers going to design meetups and conferences, and the other way around, designers going to development conferences. Okay. Because I think it's really interesting to share that knowledge instead of just sticking with your own crowd. Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, a lot of people already, you know, um, tell this. But um, it, it, I mean, if you're a designer or a freelance, okay. Let's say you're a freelance designer, right? Okay. If you want to get new jobs, you don't go to a designer conference because there are a million or, I don't know, thousands. Oh, competitors. There there are more designers. Yeah. So you probably won't get any work out of that. Okay, makes sense. So if you are a designer, (laughs) go to something else. Go to to a conference or something or a meetup you you don't even really know about. I mean, if something, uh, the Mm. the dentist... (laughs) I'm just. <laughs> I mean, are the they dentist, might have a need. Are the dentist meetups? I don't know. Yeah, there but, are actually. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah. go go to one of those, and I mean, you know nothing about the subject, <laughs> but there might be people who are interested in design. You know. Yeah, or maybe they have a need that they couldn't vocalize beforehand, but you you, exactly. you see it, and exactly. then you can. You know, you're there you right on the right like, moment, like on a fishing rod. Yeah, just reel it in, reel all the jobs in. <laughs> oh yeah, here fishy fishy. Oh, wait, no. Well, well. Good night, everybody. If it's night, uh, I don't know. Good, good, uh, good day. Good night. Good morning. Good uh, afternoon. G- good life. Good. Wait, life is ending. Year. Is, if you're saying good day, is that at the beginning? Okay. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bye. We see you. <laughs>